ASI247.org is the website. The bulk of you who listen have never been to the website. And can I tell you something? It's like Charlie's Chocolate Factory and the Land of Oz all molded into one intense, crazy, mixed-up thing. It's a heart-stretching, mind-quenching place where dissonance meets dissidence in a collision of unanswered questions that nobody asks. That's the ASI website. Here's a bumper by Guns N' Roses. Everybody, little Guns N' Roses bumper there for you. This is season two of the ASI podcast. Season two is all about time. Where are you at today in your identity? Who you are, right? Who you are today is not who you were yesterday. Who you will be tomorrow is not who you are today. Does that make sense? All right. And uh, talking about some of my history and how I define words and how I used to define him, the old me, compared to who I am today, and I'm still on a journey, right? Like, I'm not, I don't claim to be some guru or some massive, like, I've, I've arrived, dude. I've, I'm on the mountain, you know? I'm in the lotus position, and I've, I've made it to the pinnacle top of, of enlightenment. <laughs> no! I'm still a mess, man. I'm still a crazy mess. But I'm uh, I'm getting better and I'm a lot better than I was when I was a totally consumed as a very stubbornly addicted sex addict. Um, six years free from that and that is awesome. And today's word I want to talk about today, give you a little encouragement, hopefully give you some help and hope, just with the word patience. What does patience mean? See, I had believed the lie that if I don't just do what comes naturally, then I'm going to be unhappy for the rest of my life. You know, that's another thing. That's why I talk about time so much in season two, because time is flowing, right? We seem to tend to come to these points of despair. I, I don't know. A lot of folks I've met, a lot of meetings I've been in, just, it seems like it's just, you land in this place and it's just like, this is always the way it's going to be. And that's just not true. It's another lie we believe. We're consumed emotionally by the, the moment. Uh, the next audio clip you're going to hear 
um, reflecting on a little thing that happened after I recorded a segment that you'll hear in episode three, season two of the ASI podcast. I was talking about, um, well, I explain it here in the clip, but that's the word today. How do you define patience? Ask yourself that. So I was just recording this segment on the show about getting over myself, you know, this kind of energy, that hoarding kind of negative, defeatist sort of energy that's just all wrapped up in myself. I can't see past just me, you know, and my needs kind of a thing. After I recorded that, I I went to get lunch. I stopped at this Albertsons to get some... uh, grilled or rotisserie chicken, right? Not fried chicken because I'm trying to shed some pounds. So I go in there, I get I get two legs and I go up to the checkout lane and there's this woman who's just really nice, you know? The, the lady who's working behind the register, uh, she's chatting up this other customer and they have some kind of a relationship, right? Like she must shop there a lot and her power's out you know, because we have this storm, and and I'm getting irritated, right? Like, I'm in a hurry, and I can just feel my, you know, hoarding kind of impatient, caffeinated Seattle type of uh, energy coming on. You know, I could just feel this thing rising up inside me. And it was very familiar with that kind of, you know sexual, horny-ass kind of energy that I used to get when I was a sex addict. And I'm standing... I'm not horny, by the way. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying was I was very impatient. And the temptation was to react with some snide, snotty comment towards this woman. And I didn't. I held it back, and I'm like... I paid for the stuff, and, and she's like, chat, chat me up, right? Like, well, how you doing? Uh, how's your day going? I'm like, it's going great. You know, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. And, uh, you know, I'm holding back, and I'm smiling, you know, not fake, forced, but, you know, fighting this thing inside me that's just impatient and irritated and bordering on pissed off, you know? So we have this little exchange, and she goes, um, would you like some paper towels? Because I'm getting this rotisserie chicken, right? But I'm like, yeah, sure, that'd be great. I said, thank you. You know what? Thank you very much. She says, no problem, you know. Older woman, probably in her 50s. And, and just she was just really, really nice. And I walked away from that, and it was kind of like the Holy Spirit was saying, see get love from people when you're not such a jerk. (laughs) I don't know if that's the the whole message that I received, but it was just this weird kind of energy, this weird exchange that I was, um, I saw because I pushed back that irritated energy that was rising up inside me. Because, you know, I mean, there was that temptation to say, while I'm standing in the checkout line, the temptation to just say, you know what, Uh, uh, I'm in a hurry, (laughs) you know, I'm in a real hurry, 
and I and I got to get more pizza, and you're really slowing me down here. Yeah, I mean, I've said that to people. I've just been blatantly kind of rude, and you know, and when I wasn't, it was a lot cooler to you know get a smile, get a some some freaking paper towels, right? That I didn't get grease all over myself. I mean. Because I wasn't thinking about that, you know. I didn't get napkins at the deli counter. But anyway, I just I just wanted to share that because it's it was very much like when I pushed back the temptations for the, the sexual thoughts that would permeate my mind um, in the past. It's, anger is is really like that. Anger is it births out the, a lot of our sexual perversion. A lot of this. Um, twisted sexual desire comes from anger. Right? Any honest sex addict is going to tell you that they're pretty freaking angry inside. Whether it's uh, you know shouting it out or being passive aggressive, they have that kind of angst of anxiety-like anger going on. And it comes out and sprays at people, you know? Kind of like a viper spraying venom on people. It was cool to see what happened when I pushed that back, even though I'm not a sex addict anymore, right? Even though I'm not an alcoholic, even though I'm not a, a drug addict, I just had that cool little exchange. So, just wanted to share that. Anyway. I hope this episode makes sense. Just trying to share with you a little, you know, it was just like a on a different spiritual kind of bandwidth in the moment. First Corinthians uh, 13 in the Bible, chapter 13, it was awesome, and it has to do with uh, Paul, the Apostle Paul, um, starts to unpack what love is and what love is not. And he starts out with, you know, like the religious people who think they have it together and they're doing good works. And, you know, he, he says, listen, if I speak in, in the tongues of men and angels, right, if I have all the right words, if I have all the money in the world to give to push back what's bad and dark in the world, if I do that, yet I don't have love, I gain nothing, he says, Right? If I don't have love, I gain nothing. I'm just a clanging symbol with all my words. He says, if I have all the faith in the world that, you know, if I have faith that moves mountains without love, it's nothing. It's worthless. And then he goes into this, and this starts in uh, verse 4 of chapter 13. He starts out um, saying what love is and what love is not, but he starts out with what love is. And the first word he says Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous. Love does not brag. It's not ignorant. It's not rude. It doesn't hold, you know, a list of wrongdoings. He's just starts with what? Love is patient. Verse eight says, "Love never fails." And the message translation says, love never quits. And he closes out chapter 13, and it's a really short chapter. He closes it out with childish versus childlike, right? It's childish to be impatient. It's childish to, you know, want mine. I want mine now. 
when I get mine now, life is just easier for me and I like it like that. That's childish. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I, I, I reasoned like a child, he says. But when I became a man, I put foolish, childish things behind me. I pray that, you know, you see the immaturity in some of your friends, right? Like some of the people that you let behind the counter in your life. Let me unpack that for a moment. Uh, the, the behind the counter analogy is something I use a lot. Like we all have people that we let behind the counter in our life. Uh, if you look at an individual, like a small business, um, people come in and most people come into the business, right? And they stay outside the counter. And we serve those people and we talk to those people, but they stand outside the counter. Now, there's a few people for a small business owner that they let behind the counter. All right. Do you see what I'm saying? They see behind what most people don't see. They know some of your secrets. They know some of your fears. You are vulnerable to the people that you let behind the counter. The thing about the, the massively fake people is they let no one behind the counter and they just pretend to make this put a bunch of effort into making this pretty exterior, right? Because no one's coming behind the counter. No one, they're not vulnerable to anyone. No one knows their secrets. Um, I pray, for, first of all, that you have some people behind the counter. I think a lot of us do. But I pray that some of those people are mature, right? They have some maturity in their heart. They know what love is. They're not that clanging bell. They're not that childish type of person, especially when it comes to matters of the opposite sex, right? When love and sex, you know, collide and, and sex just becomes this childish thing that we go on and on about. I pray that you get that. Another crowd out there that, that is listening, um, some people appear mature on the surface because they seem to have all the right answers, because they they put on a, a, a pretty right facade. They seem to, to be mature, but you can tell by some of the fruit in their life. And, and for a lot of you, I'm talking about religious people, all right? If you're in a church that's not growing, that's stagnant, that's, you know, the, people are leaving because the pastor or the leadership is cold, judgmental, uncaring, that's not mature. It's not mature to stay in a place like that. And I pray that, you know, I know there's a lot of this, just stick with it, you know, love the people you're with. And yeah, that's great, but you need to be fed, right? You need to be with some people who are mature enough to help lead you. Jesus says this, right? If there's anything you get out of this, just don't miss, like Pastor Mark says, don't miss the big E on the I chart. Right? You know that metaphor, you walk into the doctor's office, nobody looks at the big E. They always start a few lines down. And for for leadership and in ministry, a lot of people are guilty of that. The big E on the I chart is Jesus Christ. It's all about Jesus. It's all understanding that God comes to earth as a man, as the son, enters time and space, and says, love is the higher law. Love is the higher law. And the energy of being patient is such a critical, important energy. I pray that you understand and realize I'm not just some bag of wind here, all right? I'm contending and I care for your heart.
and some of the emails I got recently are just like, wow, all right? And, and I pray, pray for me, all right? Pray for the listeners to the show. If you're listening, your fellow listeners, all right? I love you guys, and I care, and I mean that sincerely, and I pray that you understand Jesus and that he's there. You know, Jesus says, those of you who are heavy burdened, come to me, and I'll give you rest. And that's truth, all right? Love is the higher law. I just pray that this somehow makes some sense to you, that we can go to a different frequency, right? We can graduate to a new level of bandwidth in our spirit. And it starts with having faith and, and having love. And love starts with patience. All right? Love starts with slowing down a bit, looking for, you know, what is good for others before myself. And and the energy, right, that angry, addicted, hoarding energy starts to shed when we understand need love that we have and that others have. We get into that frequency of patience. My name is Russ Shaw. That's the show for this week. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, my email address is russ at asi247.org. If you want to send an email, tell me how this is hitting you. If you want to sh- me to share an email, uh, something that's on your heart, you want me to talk about a word that, that you're struggling with, um, again, asi247.org. That's the website. I have a new Facebook um, page. It's Meet Russ Shaw. You, you can meet me there. You hit the like button. Uh, no, that doesn't out you as a sex addict in, on your wall, okay, if you use Facebook. It's just me, all right? Meet Russ Shaw. That's, that's all it is. I don't go on and on about sex addiction there. So if you want to, um, Twitter is there, all that stuff. You want to contact me, you can do it through the website and, you know, we can talk about stuff, all right? I love you guys. I mean that sincerely. Um, donations. Uh, if ASI had a, a, a right a gas gauge, the light would be blinking, right? So I pray that if you feel led to send a donation, that you would do that. You know, I don't know, two, three, five bucks. It helps. All right. So any amount. So anyway, I've said enough about that. I'll leave you with a song by a guy named Matt West, and it talks about uh, getting out of our own little world. Love this tune. Uh, I hope it makes a little sense to use a bumper from this, uh, the song. Uh, anyway, ASI247.org. Click on the music tab. If you like the music in the show, you can buy the tunes right there from the website. I don't get paid a dime for that from iTunes. Uh, it's just a way to give back. Music has got me through a lot of stuff. The Holy Spirit, God loving me through music that people write. And I thank God for the artists who create good music. Until next time, bye. In my own little world, it hardly ever rains. I've never gone hungry, always felt safe. 
some money in my pocket, shoes on my feet. In my own little world, population me. I try to stay awake during Sunday morning church. I throw a 20 in the plate, but I never give till it hurts. And I turn off the news when I 